Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for downloading. What a little journey today's show was. Uh, we talked to Dr. D about if it's good good to drink your urine in the morning or not. Spoilers. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. But, you know, I've seen... I don't, Am I the only one that has seen this before? No, I've heard of it yeah. before. I've okay, heard of cool. it before. And that... But like, but it doesn't make any sense. I think the theory was like, your body can only take in say like eighty percent of the good stuff, and then you're like, yeah. oh, there's twenty left over. I'll put that back in there, and then you just keep like diluting it. But they're thinking of it the wrong way. They're thinking of the word waste because it's waste product is urine and, yeah. and poop and stuff. They're thinking of waste as in like food wastage, and yeah. there's too much food wastage. Yeah. But it's more like waste as in like sewage. Like yeah. it's waste you don't want. No, you don't want that. But we're gonna find out more. About that. Also, uh, the story of a man that gave a snake mouth to mouth. Now, will he come on the show? Will someone else come on the show? Will no one come on the show <laughs> to talk about it? You'll find out. And, uh, of course, Days of Our Minds, a very hot topic uh, between Nepal Australia and uh, Gina Reinhardt. Uh, Gina, I'm pretty sure last week's Days of Our Minds yeah. ended up wanting to give her money to Greg Norman. Yeah. And uh, maybe Twiggy Forest can save Netball Australia. Are you excited that you started this soap opera a long time ago? And it's now we. It was always about Gina and, and Twiggy, yeah. but they've now become at the forefront. So they've like brought your show with it. You know, it's like when The Simpsons predict the future. Yeah, it's yeah. basically what you've done. I can't wait to see you. You're her. welcome. Just call me Nostradamus of the Minds. Yeah. Rostradamus. Rostradamus. Because your last yeah. name's Ross. Oh, I should have a segment called Rostradamus where I predict the future. Look at us. Just bloody shooting the shit <laughs> on, a, on a podcast top and we're coming up yeah. with great segments. Gold. Guys, like real life. This is the Mitchell and Michael Show. Uh, coming up next though, uh, Ben Hajavi. Politics. Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> It's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Give me the headline. Hundreds of human bodies have been discovered by a oh. group of tradies working at a former department store uh, in Wales. Looks like they did, in fact, have skeletons in the closet. It's happened in Wales, guys. It's fine. What? And it happened ages ago. I'm assuming it's like a, like a medieval burial. Ground because like nothing bad has happened in Wales for hundreds of years. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure the castles didn't come down, and then department stores went up. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> they went, and it's over. Uh, the Renaissance is gone. Uh, a Russian court has rejected American basketballer Brittany Griner's appeal of her nine-year prison sentence for drug smuggling. Once known for her amazing basketball ability, they've finally found someone who can lock her offense down. Because it was an offense. It was an offense. And she plays offense. And then they locked her down like a defense and in prison. Uh, anyway, free Brittany. Uh, finally. <laughs> a point guard. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, you want it? Okay. <laughs> you had, you put your thumb I was, I was on it. I was just getting ready. But... I just you were ready for it, so I thought I'd give it to you. And finally, a man has brought his snake, his pet snake, back to life by giving it mouth to mouth. Uh, we're actually going to have him on the show later on. Uh, he should have given it an anti histamine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Will I will I put that that joke in the show? We're actually going to have Bruce. He'll be on the Bruce. Uh, yeah, at eight a.m. Bruce from Queensland. I mean, if it a doesn't man, get much better. Yeah, if a man was going to give a snake mouth to mouth, that's his name. That's where he lives. Joe, I revealed that I had made some amazing deals. Yeah, found some amazing bargains, and then I dropped them off to my house, and I suddenly found myself on the wrong side. Of the door. Yeah. I locked myself out of the house. How? how? A a smart and sensible man like yourself. So this has happened to me a number of times, uh, but I'm normally able to like get back into my house through like a window or something that I know is like a little bit loose. I would pay a lot of money to watch Michael Ross try and get through a window. Oh, it was was good fun in Mount Gambier, South Australia, because uh, the windows were like quite high off the ground. Yeah, so you just like, see these little legs dangling. Be like lobbing a beanbag over a fence. <laughs> yeah. And uh so what cuz here's how I leave the house. When yeah. I leave the house, I reach behind, yeah. flick the latch on the wooden door, okay, so that it's locked and then pull the wooden door and then I lock the screen door with my key. Oh, okay. So I've pulled it behind me, yep, and I've gone, yep, my key's in my pocket. And I take out the key, and it's just the key for the garage door. Oh, no. Where's the other keys? The other keys are on the counter beside my Mm. hole of amazing bargains. Because I was so excited to take a picture for the bargain bin that I've put the keys down, and then I've gone, oh, I've got to go pick up my wife afterward, and I go to leave the house, and they're still on the counter. I know I'm an idiot. I need to change my routine. I realized talking to my wife. I need to change it so that I need my keys to lock the wooden door. Yeah. And that way, if it's not locked, I just walk straight back in. I have, I do the same thing, like a little, little so click it yeah. as, I, as I go to pull it. But just before I do it, I literally, I, I hit that's what the I did. pockets in my keys. You slap your thigh. I hit the keys in my pocket and I literally like, I, I fondle them to, I, so I know for a sure, right. <laughs> I, for like a, so they're definitely there. I like double tap. Triple tap. I'm always like I. I'm always. I'm, I always pat my my front pockets yep. and my back pocket Look, like wallet everyone, keys, phone. Every guy knows this. Yeah, it's like wallet puffer smokes keys. Like that's a, yeah. Like that. And the I did whole... that, but it, I was tricked by me having the garage remote key. Look, and, I, and so I, the, then I sat in the garage mm. for over an hour in a uh, like a fold out chair. Think about what you've done. And I was running out of phone charge as well. Oh. I was on. I got in there on five percent. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it was. It was terrible, but also kind of like. I enjoyed the fact that I was like, "You deserve this, Michael." Like this is punishment. This is your punishment. You yeah. Go sit here now in the dark. Yeah. And wait for your wife to come home by a taxi, which you have to pay for with the savings that you got from the amazing bargains. Oh. And I was like, and I'm okay with it. I, t- I took it on the chin. Yeah, punishment. Did you, you should have done, because my dad once did this, just side note for anyone that ever gets locked out of their house, go to your neighbor's house and just ask if you can hang out. Just hang out with them? Yeah. Uh, one of my neighbors is, they're all right. They'll probably look after me. Oh, you live The other with... one I took their foosball table from the roadside yeah. pickup. I don't think that. You live in a, in a dodgy neighborhood. You could probably help them stir the bathtub. If you want <laughs> doctor, doctor. If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr. D. Dr. D's advice is purely educational. He always encourages you to see a GP. Here he is now. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Dr. D. Oh, good morning. Oh, we didn't match. (laughs) 
Wow, it was great timing. Good morning. <laughs> we are in sync. Um, what's going on? How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Just uh, you know, getting ready for work. How are you guys? Yeah, good, you good. Know, ready um, for the day ahead, going yeah. through our morning rituals. Yeah, like I'm just about to have a Barocca, but there's a guy that I know that um, uh, he likes a different type of Barocca in the morning. Uh, he was on Australian Ninja Warrior, so he was like a, he was a, a, a quite an athlete, and every morning. He hollows out a pawpaw uh, and, um, how do I say this in medical terms, uh, pisses into it <laughs> and then drinks it. What? Why? <laughs> now, he is not the first person that I have known. And he won't be the last. And he won't be the last. <laughs> that, that, that drinks their first set of, uh, their first go of urine in the morning. Now, is there any medical benefits? No. They claim, because I've seen lots, of, I've actually seen lots of people like celebrities, athletes, or weirdos, but like that maybe it's like they get some of the vitamins that are like were pushed out by the body. Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> as we're probably all aware, like urine is the product that the body creates because there's a lot of waste products that are built up from the metabolic reactions inside the cell. And so as the kidneys are pulling away all of these things to excrete, they pop it into the urine and then it comes out. And yes, you know, it is the case that if you've got an excess of certain vitamins or certain electrolytes that the excess will get popped into the waste product as well. But I... To the best of my knowledge, and from the reading I've done around, I cannot see any good medical benefit to drinking your piss in the morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that although, yes, there might be some vitamins and electrolytes in there, they're not in the form that your body would want anymore because they've been processed. No, they, I mean, some of them might be in the same form. It's just they're also in the presence of very large amounts of urea, and other waste products that your body really doesn't want and spent a lot of time and kidney effort getting out of your body. So why would you put it back in? So is it like a good rule of thumb? Like if it comes out of your body, don't put it back in? <laughs> yes, that's, that's a great rule of thumb. <laughs> okay. So no nutritional benefit. Is this the placebo effect in action again? Where if they are convinced it's working for them, then it kind of will work for them. I am sure that there is probably some deep psychological root to the concept and symbolic nature of drinking your pee in the morning that maybe provides some invigoration in some way. I don't have the time to analyze that this morning, <laughs> but I respect that it works for them. I just wouldn't recommend it from a doctor's perspective. And as a doctor, what's your thoughts on just like a regular Barocca? Um, yeah, again, it's not really going to like help you a lot, but mm. I'm sure it feels and it does taste quite good. It does. So if it feels good <laughs> and it tastes good, then it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> not what I said. No. <laughs> uh, no, but if it comes out, don't put it back in. That is what you said. Yeah, that's a, that's a good rule. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dr. D. Thanks, guys. Take care. Ross, you could have a crowded house if you won the lotto, which tonight... Hundred and sixty million dollars Australian.
<laughs> you just got to clarify that. <laughs> it's not US. Got to clarify that. Uh, look, you might be thinking, hey, you got to be in it to win it. That is always what the gamblers say. <laughs> got to be in it. Well, I mean, if, it. is it not true? It is very true. Now, when it gets over 100 mil, I feel like everyone is, is on board. Like, look, gamble responsibly. Or, you know the most uh, responsible way to gamble? Not at all. And, uh, look, I even... I was gambling yesterday at my desk. I was just bored. I um, was watching the, the, the races. Oh, yeah? yeah just really, bored? Yeah, it's really weird. I'm like, I'd finished all my work. I was like, show looks great tomorrow. Now a little bit of me time. Sports bet sent me a text. They were like, have a bonus bet. I was like, I bloody will. Uh, but I did it responsibly. <laughs> that doesn't seem very responsible. Well, it is. I bloody won. Okay. Yeah, what, what, do we, what do we always say? It's not a problem if you're I winning. I don't say that. We do say that. I do not. It's, but it's, it's can't, how can it possibly be a problem if you're winning? I mean, like, the problem comes to when you do it. So doing it at work, that's a bit of a problem even if you win. But when you're winning, why do you go to work? Make money. What did I do? <laughs> Made money. Exactly. <laughs> now, Michael Ross, you might be thinking of jumping in on the lotto, and you think, look, this is what, like, regular people do to kind of maybe uh, make it in this big, bad world. But not only uh, is every peasant, if you will, uh, jumping in on the lotto, because I'll be doing it too. Uh, even the celebrities do it. Do you want to know who's won the lotto? Oh, this really? Girl. What's that? She won the lotto. Queen of Pop. Uh, yeah, she won the lotto. She won in 2012 uh, during a tour of Europe. Uh, she bought 100 lottery t- uh, tickets, uh, and she won an estimated $250,000. Oh, that's a, I thought you were about to say like 250 mil because like the American ones get huge. Yeah. $250,000. Yeah. I mean, Madonna would make that in her sleep. Yeah. She, but like, you can't hate money. You know what I mean? Like, winning's winning. Uh, she did generously donate it all to charity. Uh, uh, okay, so there you go. Nice yeah, because well. it, obviously she doesn't need it. Yeah. But how cool. So she's saying, and also that means that she goes, I will give to charity if it's not my money. Yeah. If it's money I can get from somewhere, I'll give that to charity. See, that's what I mean. Even though she's being nice, she's still like a jerk. But will you be going in on the lotto tonight? I think so. Uh, terrible, Good. terrible odds. Powerball is one of the is one of the lowest odds lotto in the world. Yeah. Oslotto, one of the best odds in the world. You did end up with a job in radio, so, you know. I think I've used all my luck. <laughs> my name is Michael Ross. I'm a radio announcer and pop culture enthusiast. I'm welcoming to all to join me in pop culture, so long as you do it right. If you get it wrong, then I become the incredible nerd. That was the theme to The Incredible Hulk yeah, from the 70s sad, with Lou Ferrino. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Is his name Ferrino? I thought it was Ferrigno. Anyway. <laughs> now, uh, I, I am a big old nerd. Yeah, you are. And one of my favourite things is Doctor Who. Oh, except that one time. That one time when there was a female Doctor and you How stopped watching. How dare you? You stopped watching? I watched her entire run, which ended this week. Mm. Uh, her finale was, was like an hour and a half special. Uh, over this week, and we now move to the 60th anniversary. Oh, the show has been God. running for 60 years. That's wild. It's the longest. It's the longest running uh, fictional show in TV history. That's not a brag. Well, the only thing that beats it is like <laughs> Rick and Susanna on the news. <laughs> like that's the only thing that beats it. And it's been going for so long that people have forgotten 
how it used to be. Because okay. for the 60th special, okay. they've brought back the traditional logo of Doctor Who, which looks like this, which is like a diamond shape, and it's oh, like the Doctor is like curved, I, and then big Who letters. If I could explain it to anyone that's never seen it before, it looks like a mix between uh, the Weakest Link logo uh, <laughs> and Paw Patrol. Now, how <laughs> dare you? This is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem, because it's been announced Doctor Who is joining Disney+. Plus. Uh, for the first time, that like the BBC are like spreading yeah. the load, and people have brought up. They're like, "Oh, that's just a rip off of Paw Patrol." It's not a rip off of Paw Patrol. That logo is from like 1971. Oh. Paw Patrol. How long has that been around? What ten years at most? Get out of here! Get yeah. out of here! There's actual Doctor Who fans who are like, "Oh, this is the Paw Patroller." You can't call yourself a fan. Get out! Get out of here! It, love the whole thing. Or get out. It's so, like a marriage. I'll tell you what, mate. You've got to love them all. Oh, I'll tell you what. All the flaws. I wish I could. I wish I could get I, out of I here. I warned you. I said, if you cross me, I become the incredible nerd. And this made me right. It's not Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol is Doctor Who. Data breach is big in cybersecurity mm. uh, these days. You've got your Optus, your Telstra. Medibank. Medibank. Yep. And look, I'd say, don't worry if people have your details. Because uh, yesterday, uh, when I was leaving the gym, like, you think about, like, people that hack you take things from you. What if someone that hacked you and gave you something? Oh, my God. Amazing. That's like How Robin would they Hood. give you something? This is, oh, this is the thing that has happened to you. Oh, my God. Amazing. To me? Um, yeah. Amazing. I know. How good does that sound? Imagine if someone just gave you money. Whoa, wild. Or a change in life. That would be great. Um, as I was walking out of the gym, there was this, um, there was this girl. That was, she was all like, oh, hey, do you want to play some beer pong? Beer pong. It's a great song, my life. Uh, yeah, they had this like little, like that, the little five. Were you at a uni gym? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was no actual beer in it, but it was like five sort of cups and like the setup of the, of the, of the beer pong. You love the, the ping pong ball. And I'm a very awkward person. And she was like, hey, do you want to play? And I was like, in my head, not really, but I was like, oh, yeah, cool, okay, thinking, Woo, I'll just throw it, and I can go home. Like, I was done, my workout was done, uh, and uh, she's like, cool. She goes, you just, want, you just gotta do one thing, and I was like, damn it, okay, what is it? And she's like, you gotta refer two friends, and I went, refer two friends to be a pong? No, to join the gym, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, cool, all right, and then so I put down your name, oh, thanks, and your phone number, really? Yeah. <laughs> Right. And uh and Jared our boss. And, <laughs> I'm like, and I and she was like, Do you reckon they'll wanna join? And I went, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I can tell you that, we don't. And then I had one throw of the ball and it was over. So I gave what, up. What would you get if you if you got it in? Uh, mate, was there anything to honestly, gain? I don't know, mate, probably like five bucks off a Bloody BCA amino acid, like something, like <laughs> something that was like not worth giving your number and our old boss Jared's number up. But I've done it, so you're going to get a call. Can you at least pretend to be interested? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, just right. to see where it goes. I'm just like, you know, maybe you might like it. Yeah, but I've got to pay for it. I don't want to pay for it. Yeah, but like. You can refer me to things. I can refer you, you yeah, to Yeah, you can, can use my number for stuff if you want. <laughs> Thanks for the permission. To yeah. Do so. You know what? I actually think, I actually do think our boss might take him up on it. 
Do you reckon? Yeah, because, you know, he's on a bit of a health kick. No, I knew you wouldn't. You yeah. had a free gym membership, and you got as close to signing up, and then you never went. Guys, I might be the best option to refer, because I like you know that I'll, I'll never get conned by them. Yeah. I'll never get sucked in. So if you want to put me down... Uh, you could you could just uh, put the Mitchell and Michael show, yeah, uh, and then uh, that'll come to me, and I'll and I'll deal with them if it's for like World Vision, yeah. if it's for the Red Cross, <laughs> just just refer me, and I will shut it down. Track down our snake saviour, but no. he's bloody slippery. Like, <laughs> where's he gone? Oh, I'll tell you what, he's bloody acting like a Bruce from Queensland. Uh, he said he'd come on the show. He will. He will. I promise. Bet my firstborn child by the end of the end of the show. No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. <laughs> uh, by the end of the show that he'll be on. He's a man that gave his snake mouth to mouth. Amazing. I mean, obviously it was a life-saving situation. He didn't just do it for kicks. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, fact is stranger than fiction. Yeah. You know, the, the real stories are what we want, and that's exactly what we have. In Days of Our Minds, reflecting the world of mining in WA. It's the best soap oh. since Dove. Oh, it, amazing. Neighbours is off your screens, and instead you've got Days of Our Minds. The netball Gina Reinhardt like feud continues with Gina walking away, and it looks like Twiggy Forest might swoop in and save the association. Like sand through the articulated dumpy, so are the Days of Our Minds. Mr. Forrest, it's Netball Australia on the line. They're wondering if you'd like to be the major sponsor. Absolutely, Petey. Nothing would make me happier than swooping in when it's all blowing up in Gina's face. But what if they bring up our track record? What do you mean, Petey? I'm down with the new generation. We've got Green Hydrogen. Remember, i got Rick and Morty. They're there. The ladies will bloody love us. I don't think it's so much the mining, but the treatment of Indigenous people and places. Oh, right, well, Lang Hancock, what a loose unit he was. And it was the 80s, so when he heard greed is good, he's probably thinking racism is racy. But what about fighting over the land at Solomon? Look, uh, that was just a misunderstanding. No one was there when we started digging, so surely there's like squatters' rights or something. And what about clearing the land around Wheelamora Creek? Sometimes you mow your neighbour's lord by accident, you know. Anyway, just tell the poor man's basketball association will pay for their silly game. They're, they're still on the line. Look, we'll still take the money. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds. I need to hear a story of a man, a snake, and the kiss of life from Queensland. Jeez, a guy named Bruce from Queensland, like we said. No, like we said... Uh, he we need get, the story. Yeah, he get like, and otherwise, I lose my job. Now, someone who knows Queensland better than anyone, like she is a bottle of Bundy in the morning. It is the one and only AB. Uh, what's up, AB? How you been? Not much, Styles. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, look, Michael's here too. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> look, I did figure you yeah. are a partnership, of course. Look, we come to you because Mitch has made the mm. the timeless blunder of radio. Oh, that... Where you hook a guest before you've got him. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's fine. Yes. Now, uh, old Queensland Bruce, uh, he did agree, and then he decided uh, he just has, he's got AWOL right now, very Queensland Bruce thing to do. Oh, God, uh, yeah, he's from the Dane Tree. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, we're going to need you to to just give us a quick 30-second recap of Bruce's story. 
I mean, if it's easier for you, you can just cut our interview and yeah. pretend that you're doing it. No, we thought about doing that, yeah. but Michael wants me to go straight to to the source. The AB. Okay. Like. All right. So basically, this bloke called Bruce called us uh, from the Daintree, and uh, people who don't know Queensland, the Daintree Forest, like these are people who actually live on the land. So you automatically know that he's going to be a little bit next level loose, and it's Queensland. Uh, he is an owner of pet snakes, which is in itself is quite strange. He had a carpet python called Scales that his little son used to love a lot. And Scales was a bit of an escape artist. So they had like a little pen for him, but he would make his way out during the day. And because they didn't want him to get out the front door, they used to put a weight on top of the box. And one day he came home, Scales had attempted to push himself out of the box and in the process, suffocated himself so he was slumped lying outside of the box lifeless and he was like this snake is 100% dead um his little kid was freaking out so he thought why not attempt to save its life you can't really do what they called like can't resuscitate with your hands on a snake so he opened the snake's mouth and gave it mouth to mouth and back to life it took a few minutes back to life like started breathing and then because he's from the Daintree and knows all kinds of things, he was like, now I have to keep the snake warm. So he put a oh. hot water bottle on the snake. Its circulation started back up again, and it lived for six more years. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. Um, I was going to crap on this as yeah. being a new low <laughs> in radio, going to another host no. to get them to retell a caller story. It's, but I was sold. Yeah, I just enjoyed that it's story It's just thoroughly. as good. Um, AB, also, do you reckon instead of uh, giving it CPR, he could have just given it an antihistamine? <laughs> yes, oh, that's yes. good from you. That's good from you. <laughs> I've been saying it all morning. Uh, thanks, AB. We really appreciate it. No worries. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.